Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Mitchell Shares. I'm your host, Alex Mitchell Hart. Where's my job to share something useful? Something that just might help you out. Or maybe it'll just be interesting to listen to. You need something to fill your ears on a commute or something like that. So today, what I want to talk to y'all about is float tanks, also known as sensory deprivation chambers. Something that when I first came across them, I was like, damn, that's that looks weird. That looks scary. That does not look like something I would ever want to do. Um, but that was probably five, six years ago when I, when I first came across them, learned about them through Joe Rogan's podcast when I first moved out to L.A. This was previous to me getting into meditation and the idea of getting into a sensory deprivation chamber, which is essentially a small pool of water that is at the exact temperature of your body temperature and you're inside a chamber that is pitch black and the water is loaded with about 1,000 pounds of Epsom salt, which leads your entire body to float. And essentially what the experience is, is you lose all senses except for your mind, except for your consciousness. And so at the time when I had first heard about this, this was pre me getting into meditation, the concept of being in on, alone in a dark pitch black room, a pool of water um, with nothing to do for one to two hours did not sound like fun. Uh, I think I generally associated with being claustrophobic. The idea of just being alone with my thoughts did not sound like fun. Um, but I actually tried it back then. And it was, I had a kind of like whatever experience. I don't think I enjoyed it too much, but um, I revisited it after after getting into meditation, and that was about, um, so I started getting back in the float tank in 2015, and it has gone on to be a crucial part of my life. Um, since then, I've floated over 70 times, and it has done nothing but bring great, great benefit to my life and to the lives of many others, and so I thought it might be useful to explain why I use float tanks, why people in general use float tanks, and um, you know maybe it's something you may want to try out, or even just the kind of concepts, the reasons behind using it may, may resonate with you. So first and foremost, um, there's a wide array of benefits that come from getting in the float tank. Just in general, if you think about the concept of taking an Epsom salt bath, like you know, you've many of you have probably tried it or heard about it, but you run, you know, set yourself up with a standard um, standard bath in your home and run some hot water. You put in like two cups of Epsom salt, and it's generally known to be relaxing for your body, relaxing for your mind. Um, it's good for your muscles. People do it for sports recoveries, things like that. And if you've ever done it, it's probably, it's pretty nice. It's a nice thing to do. Um... But so that's, that's like two cups. That's like half a pound. We're talking about 1,000 pounds of Epsom salt is in a float tank. So regardless of what happens when you go in there, whether, regardless of your, let's say, your mental experience, the thoughts you're having, um, or any intentions or goals you have while you're in there, if you lay 
in a bath of a thousand pounds of Epsom salt for one to two hours, there is just a fact your body, your mind is going to come out more relaxed regardless of the experience that happens there. That's just the, the physical aspects of it are going to happen regardless. So I, I like to stress that because similar to meditation, similar to exercise, it's, it's possible to have a meditation session that is extremely enjoyable, extremely pleasant, blissful even. Um, and similar to exercise, you can have an extremely enjoyable run, hard workout, whatever it may be. Um, but you could also have a meditation sitting that is very challenging. Your mind is racing. You're not feeling great. You're just maybe hyper aware of, of anxious thoughts, things like that. Um, and similarly, you could go for a run and be like, damn, this sucks. Like, I, my body feels, feels terrible. I don't want to be doing this. Um, and in, in both cases, whether it's a workout or meditation, in that case where when you're in it, it doesn't feel good, but you make it through to the other side, nine times out of 10, you will feel good about it afterwards. You will feel the benefits later on. So point being, it's not about so much of life is not about the, the actual experience while you're in it, especially when it comes to self-care practices and, um, you know, work that takes time to, to reap its benefits. Float tanks can be that same way too. So it's not necessarily about the experience you have in there. It's about the days that follow afterwards. So just about every time I get in a float tank for the next seven to 10 days, I am noticeably more calm, less reactionary, more dropped down into, into my center, into a, a place where I feel clarity, where my intuition is stronger, um, and where I'm just generally a better person. So that's kind of like a net effect. And, you know, I, I explain to people often that in, in my life since getting into meditation, one of the major goals is really to slow down the mind. Once you've had that experience of, of slowing down the mind and seeing, seeing what it's like to live from that place of, of, a, of a calm mind, you realize that is uh, ideally where you'd like to always be. And so meditation often can be this practice that takes like, it might take doing it every day for a week or two before you start feeling the mind really starting to slow down and getting those aha moments that I've talked, talked about in the past. Um, and often it takes that repetition, that, that daily practice. And sometimes, you know, it's, it's just for maintenance. It just kind of keeps you at the level you're at instead of, um, you know, going, let's say you're, on a scale of zero to a hundred, a hundred is, is your mind kind of racing out of control. Um, and zero is like your mind is pure calm. Um, <clears throat> you know, maybe you're at a 50 and keeping up your daily practice will just keep you at a 50 at a regular, regular basis. Um, if you're kind of like at a, at a plateau, things are good, whatever. Um, and so one thing I love the float tank for is it's kind of like a life hack for just dropping down like 20, 25 notches. Like, so like if you're at a 50 in, in terms of like where your mind is at on the, the calmed out of control spectrum, 
float tank's going to drop you down like 25 points, almost, almost guaranteed in, in my case. And like I said, it's, it, it depends on what state you're going in there at. So like if you're, you're going in there at a hundred, it might drop you down to a 75 and that experience while you're in there at a hundred might be challenging because you got to sit in there with your, your racing thoughts and just kind of deal, deal with that and let them play out. Um, and then, you know, eventually, usually while you're in there at some point, you kind of, you kind of break through to a, a state of, um, a really nice state of pure calm, pure awareness. Your your mind kind of gets tired out of thinking. Your body completely relaxes, and that's when some amazing thoughts and, and intuition and and uh, great ideas can start coming to you. Um, and so I've used it for a variety of purposes. You or in a variety of, of ways you can approach it because after you go in it once or twice, you start realizing like the float tank's just a sandbox. It's just a playground. It's like, what do we want to do in it today? So sometimes, you know, I'll go in there, I'll just focus on my breath and meditate and won't really think about anything. And it's just a practice of, of mindfulness and slowing down the mind. Um, other times I'll go in there and intentionally let my mind flow let any thoughts come out and just let them play out and see what happens and all, all sorts of um interesting great things happen you you realize that when you are not um you are not confined to any level of distraction there's no phone there's nowhere to be you're going to be in there for one to two hours and there's no distraction from your body there's no like thinking about um you know, the various things that your mind is usually thinking about, regulating your temperature, thinking about what to do with, with your body, your hands, your limbs. Um, so what happens is because your your whole being doesn't have to do anything but allow the mind to work, your mind starts kind of revealing its superpowers, which is is really epic when this starts happening. Because you'll start you'll start coming up with ideas or um, solutions to to challenges, to things you never thought about, um, things you might be kind of avoiding thinking about it. They'll, they'll surface and they'll come through with these epic new connections. And um, so sometimes I'll go in there, I'll just let my mind go and see what happens. And it's often, uh, often some wonderful things can happen. Um, Sometimes you do got to navigate some through some challenging waters before you get to those good parts, but you kind of just embrace that experience. And like I said, no matter what happens, if you kind of just force yourself to to stay th- through the the one to two hours, you will get the benefits of being like your whole body and mind being calmed down from just laying in laying in a bath of a thousand pounds of Epsom salt. So you can kind of take take peace, take some solace in the idea that regardless of what your experience is on during it, it's gonna make you more calm for, I'm telling you, like seven to 10 days after. If you, I, usually I'd say a one day float makes me more calm for about a week, um, and like noticeably. And then a two hour float is like two weeks of like significantly more calm. Um, so this can be a great kind of life hack if you're not into 
meditation, but you want to experience the benefits of it. You want to experience what it's like um, in the days that follow. It's like, okay, you don't want to put in a month of daily meditating in the morning. Go on a float tank for one to two hours. Deal with whatever experience you have in there, and you will then experience kind of what it's like to have that slowed down mind um, in the days to come. And you might not notice it at first. The times it starts revealing itself is usually in scenarios where you would otherwise be reactionary, where something would, uh, would, would trigger you or, or lead to a stressful moment, whether it's at work or in a personal relationship or whatever. And so that is, is one of the great benefits of, of float tanks is you can, can kind of uh, life hack, biohack the, the practice of meditation or the benefits of meditation. So I recommend it. Um, if you're interested for, if you're not into meditation, but want to give it a try. Um, but then like, like I mentioned, no matter what, it's going to knock you down like 25 notches of calmness. So, uh, I love doing it, even though I still, I have a daily meditation practice. Um, you know, often life will bring my level of calm, bring it out of, you know, stressful events, life, whatever, um, naturally just brings you out of that state. I think that's pretty normal for most people. And so this is a great way to just have a reset that drops you even further down. Um, So that's a great benefit of it. And then once you kind of get comfortable with it, or if you're going in there in a a good state of mind, um, this could happen on your first, your first try. I I brought when I was living in, uh, in Venice Beach, I lived down the street from uh, this place, Float Labs, one of the the original places. Uh, it's the one that, that Joe Rogan always talks about. And I would go there twice a month um, for about two years straight. I went there twice a month. And I often would, would bring friends for the first time and just introduce them to the experience. And many of them, they would have a, a great time the first time. Um, so like I said, it's kind of like a sandbox. You don't know what you're going to get. Um, once you get used to it, though, you can start using it how you would like. And so another way that um, is really fun to use it is you go in there with, you go in there with a specific um, challenge you want to solve or a something creative you're working on that you want to just ideate about. It's amazing for creativity and creative problem solving. So I used to go in there um, <clears throat> when I was running my e-commerce business and I had one of my best friends working with me, um, as my employee, we would go in there like every Saturday and we go in with a, yeah, let's say one Saturday a month, more realistically, we go in there to, together, obviously in separate tanks. And we would each go in there with a specific business challenge we wanted to solve or think about. And the one in Venice is, was 40 bucks for two hours, which is incredible, um, incredible deal as far as float tanks go. And we'd be in there and you have two hours to just let things come to you. Like you don't, you don't have to actively like try and solve things. You just go in there with that one thing. You're going to kind of make the, the focus of your session and then you just let things come to you. And this could be, you could do this with anything, with business, with, uh, like what's a creative idea I want to come out with. Um, you could do it with just like, like serious life challenges, anything. And you just have this open space to 
let the ideas, let the solutions come to you. And like I said, like worst case scenario, every time you get into a float tank, worst case scenario is you walk out of there being super relaxed for the next week from a deeply relaxing thousand pound Epsom salt bath. And um, so there's, there's actually a lot of science around float tanks at this point too. Like they are, they have proven in scientific research to be extremely beneficial for chronic pain, anxiety, um, generally general well-being. Um, and you may know by now that there, there's a lot of professional athletes using these things. Um, Steph Curry, he, he made float tanks pretty popular uh, in, in recent years. And, you know, one of the ways he talked about him, he goes in there to, to visualize. So I visualize things related to his basketball game. And that, uh, that's another great way you can use them. And like I said, it's like this playground, like it becomes this, um, this, this special place where you're, you're essentially, you're giving your, yourself this space and this time, but you're also giving your mind an opportunity to kind of tap into its superpowers because it doesn't have to do anything else. And, um, there's a lot of other athletes using them. I think Steph's probably the most famous, um, and you know, yeah, he, he was quoted saying that he does 60 to 90 minutes every two weeks. And what I've found, and uh, I kind of stole this from Tim Ferriss, was if you go two weeks in a row, you get this like big, like double, double whammy. Like you go once, you drop down that 25 notches, you go twice. It's like you drop twice as far, like you go super deep and, um, like I, I said, this whole concept of kind of zero to 100, how, how calm, how centered are you? Um, I know for me, until I got into meditation, until I started going, going deep with these practices, my entire life previous to that, I did not know what zero felt like. I don't know what 10 felt like. I don't know what 20 felt like. Um, but once you experience that, it's, it's pretty, it's pretty life-changing. Um, the level of, of clarity and like centeredness and kind of like, uh, comfort in, in yourself, in your dropping into your, your intuition and start realizing you kind of have all the, the answers inside you that, um, you're basically always got everything you need. And so that's another reason why. For me, regardless of, you know, keeping up a meditation practice, like this helps me reset back into that place, especially if, uh, um, you know, you're getting life has pulled you out, pulled you far out. That's when I'll just force myself to get in. Um, And so, you know, recently I just got back from a a weekend in L.A. and we we were going nonstop. And so coming back, getting in the float tank, that was like first thing I did when I got home um, was did that drop back into to that good place and you know it's one of those things where um when I talked about that the podcast about identifying your one thing and letting that be the lead domino that helps everything else often your one thing or my one thing is all right I need to slow my mind down get into that good spot and operate from there 
and that will literally make everything else easier. So getting in the float tank is often my one thing. Got a bunch of got a bunch of things to do. Got a bunch of life challenges. Um, we're gonna hop in the float tank and get this get this uh, get this sorted out. So. Like I said, um, just wanted to share this, the general concept, both of, you know, the, the importance of slowing down the mind and, and kind of the role that's, that's played in my life. I mean, this was all crucial to me navigating the, the launch of my e-commerce business, um, running it, it as it, as it grew and scaled. And then when some, some very serious unexpected challenges came, um, again, it became a, a place to keep the mind slowed down to, to navigate through those challenges. And I had gone on a, a two year break when I moved out to Austin because I, uh, I put a sauna in the garage. I had my meditation practice. I put an ice tank in the, uh, ice bath in the garage and the, the float tanks here in Austin were significantly more expensive than back in LA. So I was like, you know what, I'm going to be good with just meditating from the sauna from the crib, using the, the uh, meditating in the ice tub. But um, after two years, you know, I finally was like, damn, you know what? I think I need to get back in the flow tank and, and uh, reconnect with that. And the second I did, I was like, damn, I forgot how important this was um, to my life and how beneficial it was. And so I ended up finding the best, uh, the best possible deal I could in Austin to make it, make it something um, – you know, as close to affordable as possible. And that ended up being a, a monthly membership for uh, $100 a month for two floats a month. So $50 per float, which every city is different. Um, but that's, that's pretty good. So like I said, if you want to give it a try, um, go for it. Don't worry about the actual experience you have in there. Um, he does usually, in my experience, take a couple times to kind of figure out what it's all about the first time, just feeling it out. Um, but you'll have a pretty cool experience. That first time you're, you're in there and you just, you just start floating is like this whole new, whole new world. Um, you kind of like feel like you're floating through space. And then the first time you open your eyes and it's like nothing changed from when they were closed. It's pretty cool. It's pretty wild. Um, like I said, this is stuff that used to be like seen for, you know, seen as like crazy people stuff. But, yo, Steph Curry does it. I do it. Joe Rogan does it. So maybe you should too. Um, or not. No sweat. Um, but that general concept of slowing down the mind, I just kind of want to share that and how important that is to me, regardless of whether, you know, float tanks are feasible or interesting to you. Uh, so, anyways, thanks for letting me ramble. Appreciate y'all. I love y'all. I hope y'all are having a wonderful day. I wish you well. Um, you know, have a beautiful, beautiful rest of your day, rest of your week, your weekend. Have a beautiful weekend. Uh, pleasure to talk to y'all. Much love. We out. Peace. Peace. Peace.